All right, welcome back to the Romeo Echo Podcast. It's we been have, a minute, right? Yeah, we've had a yeah. we've had a little hiatus. Yeah. We're, we're back at it. We're trying to get it all done. We're trying to get it all through. I got Alex with me. Hi. I have Roland and a special guest. We have a special yeah. guest today. Hey, special hey, guest. Hey. Yes, this is uh, Mr. Kian Burke, uh, a a veteran of the United States Marine Corps. Call uh, sign Special K. Special K. I like that. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're coming up with your own call signs and your own, like the key in the door. That, we're going to use yeah. that. Dude, it, <laughs> we're going to use that now. Yeah. He, he, so that, that, that's awesome. So key in, like, if you need to understand like the pronunciation, how he has is like the key in the door, key in, right? Key, key in, in the door. door. That's, that's pretty, uh, pretty catchy. It that's took good. me about 30, 32 years to, uh, come up with that though. So it's not, it's not that creative. <laughs> Yeah, right on, right so, on. So, so how do we know Kian? Kian was actually a client, right? Yeah. So, whose client was he? So he was a client of mine, and actually, before he was a client, we did uh, we did our our master's program together over oh, okay. at USC. Cool. So that's that's how I met this guy right here. Uh, okay. We we did our masters together. Fight um, on, fight Trojans. on. Yeah. <laughs> You're even wearing Semper, the jacket. Semper fight on, hell yeah! He's 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 majorly represented right now. So yeah, then uh, you know a, a couple couple months later, um, they had found their dream home in Sierra Madre and mm -hmm. and became a client of Romeo Echo, and it was just like, dude, I remember that that process. It was like everything just started falling in our favor like on that property everything aligned everything really aligned yeah because it was this is the this is like probably this market this was what month was that oh, it was september of 2021 september of Whoa. 2021 so this is where yeah it was bidding wars left and right you would have homes that within 24 hours there'd be 30 offers yeah. and and this one it was like it just a like Sierra Madre is just a dope community in itself. A little like, bougie, yeah. A little it's bougie. right outside of Pasadena, yeah. right? Right outside yeah. Pasadena, foothills. Mm -hmm. Very mm -hmm. old world feel to it. Amazing community, and there's there's not a lot of homes. There's yeah. not a lot of homes for sale. So it's like ten thousand people. Yeah. Do you remember that? My son wouldn't even come inside. He yeah. was crying. Yeah. At the front door, he didn't. I he do would not go inside. That. Yeah. It was the homeowners were watching that. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about it. This, this is a cool story. I yeah. Want you to that's a say good this. way to, to yeah. like kind of distinguish yourself too, because yeah. that's, that's another factor. You want to make sure that like the seller pays it at that time. You wanted to make sure the seller paid attention yeah. to you specifically because sometimes yeah. agents would just throw away the letter. They wouldn't even put the letter in the offer. Yeah. And just just yeah. give the numbers. And this, it even went way past that because now we live in a, we live in an era where you have technology where most sellers, they could be watching you on video. They could be listening yeah. to you. I've had open houses where, or just not, not open houses, showings where it's fully surveillance by, you know, Jose Martinez. So oh, he's the Marine, right? Yeah. No. He was, um, he was actually in the Navy. Um, he was a Marine yeah, as well. I know Jose. I've yeah. known Jose and his brother Renee for years. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, about. yeah. Yeah. So his, when we're selling his home, like it, dude, he's, you know, military duties, yeah. locked and cocked, ready to go. So his surveillance all across the house. Dude. So we have like freaking people that are in there, like totally talking shit. Like yeah. they would say things like, well, yeah, what, what were they thinking here? And like, like, dude, 
we can fucking hear you. Like, I yeah. counsel, I counsel yeah. my my uh, my buyers now. I I let them know like, hey, like the first time we'll yeah. go we'll go to showings, I'll be like, you know what? In the house, observe. Outside the house, we'll talk shit. Like I'll say it just right. like that. We can yeah. talk shit outside the house. Yeah. Because totally. just keep in mind that like yeah. people have ways of hearing you. You might not be able to see the camera or the, the hearing yeah. device. Because they just want to make sure to listen. Danny yeah. never talks shit about. Houses. I would never, no, never, never, absolutely never. does not do that. Oh no, I talk yeah, shit about houses. No, no yeah. I will talk shit about houses if it's yeah. not the right one. Like, or like that's broken, that's broken, that's broken. Yeah. And I'm trying to be as that's clear realistic. as realistic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very clear. like that's home ownership. Mm -hmm. You got to be real. That's what I think. That approach is really that's that's what we really dial in in, in terms mm -hmm. of the core value. So that's what's so important is because there's so many agents in our industry that they treat it like they treat people like paychecks yeah and so they're they're mm -hmm. really trying to sell they're trying to sell their fucking asses off like the home could be yeah. falling apart a complete shit show and they're gonna be like man look at how freaking awesome this is how like what are we looking at the same house? So yeah. it's like you're not buying yeah. a fifteen, twenty thousand dollar car or whatever, right? Yeah. I mean cars are more expensive now. But totally. this is a three, four, five hundred, a million dollar transaction that mm. you might live there for a couple of years or maybe the rest of your life. So yeah. When they try to be sales oh we talked about this on yeah. an, uh, another podcast. I mm -hmm. such a I get such a nasty feeling about this. Yeah. We work with people in this industry and when someone gets in has an experience with somebody that's just uh this scummy salesperson, and then they they ask us, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" "Oh, I'm in real estate." "Oh, I do yeah. home loans." Yeah. They think yeah. the same thing. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah. Yep. They set the yeah. standard, man. And that and like to that, like I say it the way I say it. Like, yeah, I, I talk shit. It's just relatable to my clients. It's the way that that's what yeah. the Absolutely. way that they talk. Absolutely. And and that's the thing. Like we what we do is we sell the experience. Yeah. I think that's the that's the difference. We yeah. sell we sell the experience that we have. Mm -hmm. and the experience that they're going to get through purchasing a house because it can be a terrible experience yeah totally or it could yeah. be a great one yeah and if, if we're able to mitigate that as much as we can that's what we're going to do yeah. it's, it's not a transaction experience exactly no. yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's like i think of it the way that like and we've been talking about this is like the way i would want to experience it myself because i've been in, in the shoes of where a couple of years later we lost the house and it wasn't necessary like it was throughout the entire experience i remember i remember talking to my parents they're like yeah we just felt uneasy about the, the entire thing the entire the entire time i'm like okay well then it should have been a bunch of red flags it's just we just didn't know what we didn't know like yeah. it, it was their first time totally. purchasing a house yeah so it's like okay what can you do to kind of absolutely battle that as much as you can yeah yeah totally. so yeah th that's why i talk yeah. shit yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well one shit. thing with kim when you're yeah. when you're purchasing your property during that time was it so what time in 2021 again so, so september. september so go back to that like so that's why we're yeah. talking about this so yeah. we were we were going up to there on that on the doorstep they had the ring camera yep that was videoing us like they were audio everything the whole shebang they were watching and rowan it was just like he was like meltdown. a he was three years old. meltdown. Yeah, yeah, complete meltdown. Didn't want to go in the house. We finally got him around the house um, where he was interested in like the trash cans. But we. <laughs> He's three. He's three. He's three. He likes yeah, trash yeah. cans. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, we got in the house. And again, I was a first time home buyer. I don't know what questions to ask. 
you know, what to talk mm -hmm. about. Um, you know, and we found out that um, the house was was a bomb house. It has a basement, has a guest house above the garage. It was for our situation. Um, it, it's exactly what we needed. Um, Should even add an apartment, yeah. detached apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. had a detached apartment. Detached apartment on the really in the back in the backyard. Sick with with its own with its own freaking uh, garage. Yeah, sick. That's nice. dope. Man. Sick property, historic, yeah. like very historic, Victorian looking. Like you wouldn't think that you're in California. Yeah, basement yeah. has a, a basement finished yeah. basement in yeah. it with oh no way with a bedroom yeah. down there. Yeah. It was something out of like. Mm -hmm. uh, being from New England, it was mm -hmm. something I appreciated. Okay, uh, yeah. having a basement for you, it's something you've seen before. For us, it's like a basement. Yeah, what what do I do with that? You see them in Pasadena sometimes. Yeah. Some yeah. houses, yeah. the older you, you yeah. see yeah. it, it's yeah. early 1900s. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we actually we got mm -hmm. outbid on that. Yeah, if I'm recalling right, um, and because of the experience that we had with the seller, and because yeah. of the connections with the. Um, the seller's agent the seller's agent and even the seller so on this particular property like so and i know like now you, you're you're not supposed to do this but we still do it <laughs> well can i say that like can just I say that publicly you, you can like, say it, we can edit it i'm gonna i'm gonna it. be real with you guys like we're not supposed to put letters you know attached to our offers because it uh, it's it's goes against the Fair Housing Act, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but okay, so, so like the technicality behind mm -hmm. it, it has to be a, a general letter. Yeah, it can't it can't say anything about yeah. race, religion. Totally, it, it has yeah. to be super generic. Even family, like like you have to be mm -hmm. very very generic. Mm -hmm. That's where we don't like. Yeah, like and it, that's where we kind of bend the rules a little bit. But everybody, like, no, but everybody does it. In yeah. my years of doing loans, I've seen these letters for. I remember they started getting really popular right around around like 2009, 2010 when the market started coming back after it crashed. We yeah. started seeing these letters and, yeah. and offers. And this is yeah. California. So we're in California. Yeah. I, I've been seeing these yeah. for years now. Yeah. And it makes a yeah. difference. And this is why, because in this particular scenario, multiple offers, the home was already getting bidded up by hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars. That's how crazy this got. So it's like, how do we how do we freaking stand up for our buyer to get them in the freaking door? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you got to tell the story. You got to let them know. And you got to, it's got to be authentic. It's got to really, really just tug at their heartstrings. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what we just told them the story. Like he and his wife, they're both Marines. Like they're both Marines. They've served our nation. They've sacrificed so much and they're both Trojans. And it just so happened that the universe aligned us in this because not only the not only was the the current homeowners USC Trojans as well, but even the freaking agent like yeah. there was all it was really crazy connections. So, and then they just happened to be watching that video of the kid completely having a meltdown, and they said, "Man, that just reminded us when we first bought this home. We were struggling to make ends meet." Like our kids were at that age and yeah. we just made it happen. They remind us just like we were when we were at that stage. So built an instant connection. Wow. And they got the home. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we still talk to the sellers to this day. No I, way. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. rare. Yeah. That's yeah. rare. Like they wanted to make sure that everything was, you know, um, 
up and running with the house there were no <laughs> issues and we still we still connect with them so that's cool um, so they just saw on the cameras like a bunch of knuckle draggers just, yeah. just walking in yeah just a bunch of babies just running yeah. in and like that, that was us <laughs> complete shit show dude. complete shit show yeah uh, and then that, so that I think that experience kind of because we had talked about that before, like, yeah, you know, you transitioned, uh, both did our masters together, you know, you transitioned into real estate and, you know, there's uh, hundreds of companies, probably a thousand different real estate companies out there. You know, why Romeo Echo? Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't. I, I didn't even think about other companies, really. It was. Hey, this is what I want to do. You know, I, I'd been part of the client experience. I'd, I'd seen, you know, behind the curtain, so to speak. And um, I knew this was the right place. I wanted to be around like minded in individuals and, you know, we can do crazy shit like this and yeah. Um, yeah. not not worry about it. You know, I, I, I've i worn the business casual attire with the, the tie around the neck. It, it mm-hmm. wasn't for me. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, not not yeah, for me either. Yeah. 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 We'll I, wear it when we have to. Yeah. But sure. most of the time, it's just a t shirt like this. Like, yeah. I'll go to a listing appointment with this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did the suit and tie for years, 10 plus yeah. years, and I never felt comfortable. I never felt comfortable. You feel like you, you walk in the room, like you feel like you're important, you know, but that was just more of a, yeah. that, that was just more just for me than anything. I, I, I hate it. Yeah. yeah. There was and, a point where, like, I felt like, yeah, dressing up is pretty cool, but like, I got yeah. over it pretty quick. Totally. Even be so even before the corporate, even before corporate world for uh, for Kian, like you were you served in the United States Marine Corps, but you were a commissioned officer. So, yeah. like, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're just yeah. <laughs> that insert knife hands. So that even that like the relationship completely different. So like when you think of suit and ties like officers they just carry themselves differently Mm -hmm. so but before we even get into that take us through your story take us through your story like you know growing up you know high school like maybe your upbringing what yeah why you even joined the marine corps take it like tell us about you do you even like enlisted yeah like i I love enlisted i could could go down that rabbit hole i was gonna enlist but my my dad wouldn't sign the permission slip because i was a little bit fucker younger <laughs> um, but no I, I grew up on the east yeah. coast um diehard boston sports fan mm-hmm. so i'm kind of on Sox. an island here. red socks red socks um yeah i grew up playing sports competitive nature and uh yeah 2001 happened i was in high school and you know like so many in our generation mm-hmm. wanted to wanted to serve and Again, like joining Romeo Echo, it wasn't even a, a choice for me. I was going to join the Marine Corps. I just didn't know how. I w- wasn't going to mess around with the other services. Not that I uh, talk talk bad about the other services, but it, it was they the, suck. It was the Marine Corps <laughs> bus for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, parents wouldn't sign the permission slip. Um, went to college, and I, I actually hit a point where. Um, there's four of us in a small town on the East Coast that all played Little League together. We're all mm-hmm. friends, and we all went to officer candidate school in the Marine Corps. Um, we're all best friends growing up. No shit. Um, Sounds like a movie. Yeah. It might be a movie. You know, I'll have yeah. to ask my wife if there's anything there. She's a screenwriter for TV. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, I went to college, went to OCS, 
and I'd never been west of the Mississippi and I I wanted to stay on the east coast you know Camp Lejeune or Cherry Point or something and sure enough I got freaking orders to Camp Pendleton California you know 3,000 miles from home good to go yeah, yeah. sunny San Diego yeah, terrible, good to go terrible, bad. Yeah. it's not bad in San Diego yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's better than than anywhere on the East Coast, dude. So, so I was, yeah, yeah, commissioned officer, but I was only 22 years old, you right. know. So, little butter bar, yeah, little butter bar, you know, running around Carlsbad, <laughs> you know, it, it was big great. eyes, yeah, <laughs> with their here, a polo command. shirt, polo shirt tucked in with the belt, the braided belt, freaking braided. <laughs> <laughs> And braided belt probably with some fucking boat shoes on <laughs> or the you jesus know, sandals the, or the jesus <laughs> so you're commissioned yeah, offer, officer square. so yeah so since you're so if these guys saw you so they would have this how does the whole saluting thing work so i want you to show them danny yeah. oh. Oh. <laughs> So it works like that. It works like that. A lot like that. Then I have to say, no, sir. Fuck you, sir. (laughs) Say something. No, outside with a cover. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. See? Every time. So, like, officers try to skate as much as they can. Like, when when walking around, they always like to drive. Yeah. So that they're not being saluted every fucking 10 seconds. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's why, like, it's rare when you do see an officer out because they don't want to salute either. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Got it. You. But even that, I thought how how yeah. he just said that, like that's officers. They'll be like, "Hey, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, you got it." Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I I take yeah. I take pride on yeah. myself not being like a douchebag, yeah. like stereotypical officer, because there's there's that ten percent that gave us, you know, a, the bad name. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. now, while we're on this topic, yeah. like let's mm-hmm. let's let everyone know, like how do officers really view enlisted? Yeah. It depends what Dig we're deep. talking about here. Yeah. Dig deep. Dig deep. Like <laughs> and maybe not you, but you know we can we can. Well, there's kinda... a percentage, like how you're saying. You know, there's maybe ten yeah. percent of them you see them this way, and then yeah. the other ninety percent you see. There's all yeah. There's always that ten percent. You know, just turd doesn't care you know uniforms messed up and it's probably the same because you could reverse that on the officer totally sleeves aren't you know looking good or or whatever the case may be the the officer enlisted relationship is i think one of the things that could set up an officer for success moving forward whether you spend you know your four years or your career uh career marine officer you need you need your enlisted you need to get the most out of them you know mm-hmm. you need them to be the best version of themselves in order to be successful whether whether you know you have three or you have 133 um and yeah the enlisted the enlisted marine one of the most fun times i ever had was when i had a small group of enlisted and we could get to know each other on a personal level because I'm 22, 24 years old. You know, Corporal So and So is probably closer to my age yeah, yeah, than Gunny So and So. You know, so Gunny's got five kids. Yeah, five he's, kids. He's third wife. Three, like, three divorces. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. that was one of the most fun times I had was when I had yeah. you know a couple sergeants, a couple corporals, mm-hmm. and we could get to know each other. Yeah. You know, 
on a personal level. And that, yeah, sorry, that's the best thing a sergeant can do is like take that, take that boot lieutenant under his wing, really, yeah, really show him the ropes. That was a really political yeah. answer. Thank you for that. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Appreciate it. See, it yeah. comes out, it comes out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's an opposite. Yeah, you tell. Yeah, <laughs> got it. No, that's that's great. So like, and and I think it's pretty cool that like you felt almost compelled to come to Romeo Echo. Mm -hmm. Like that's so, like that feels really cool. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. It's like it's become a thing where I think it's not necessarily will accept anybody. Like anybody, you know, who who wants to join Romeo Echo is gonna join Romeo Echo at this point. We're not we're not there, and I don't think we'll get there anytime soon. There's a standard. There's a standard to it, and like like when it comes down to it, it's not about your knowledge on real estate. It's about your your knowledge of yourself mm -hmm. and your ability to to be a good person yeah. and talk shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's like when like when the when things get tough and and they might and they may they may not, but like because you're standing up for what is right. Exactly. Like when you're talking shit, you are. You are standing up for what is right and doing the right thing, which is mm -hmm. our number one core value. Yep. Do the right thing, yep. and that's what's lacking in our industry. So, mm -hmm. we're gonna do what the fuck we ha what, what we can do to change it. Exactly, you know, exactly, and one we, person we, at a time. And it's it's obvious that like, you know, we we see that in, in other people, and we we obviously see it in you, and like, that's why that's why we 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 hold this to like so close to us, mm -hmm. and it's so personal when like when people come and go. It's like, oh, I saw I saw the best in that person, but you yeah. know things happen. They didn't things see happen. it in themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. So you're uh, so we're gonna go back because I just want to talk a little bit more well, about talk your more mili about me. military. Yeah, back back to you, man. <laughs> yeah, we're... you're on the hot seat, bro. Yeah, yeah more um, military stuff. Mi yeah, see. military. So you you got orders to Camp Pendleton, and what was your what what'd you do? In yeah. the Marine Corps, what was your job? So I had a job, mm -hmm. um, and then I had an MOS. Um, I was an air support officer. Um, so not only was I a butter bar. But Thank I, God it wasn't a weather I, observer. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> 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 we, we're just listening to a reel on that. Like, yeah. This gung-ho Marine is like, hoorah. And yeah. they, they thought he was like some big Billy badass, like recon Marine. And mm. what was your MOS? Oh, weather observer. Yeah. So I, 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 I never, yeah. I never pretended to be a badass. Yeah. That, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, no, my job, I had a cool job because we were, um, we were air support officers. Mm -hmm. We were like the liaison between the guys flying in the sky and the guys on the ground. Um, kind of like a nine one one service for guys getting shot at, like, you know, some people like you Fuck. or just uh, gave me, no, I was, I was an FSCC yeah. just yeah. like with yeah. the CL. I was like, Sir, you, you don't know how to use a map. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this. So, for those of you that are watching, like this dude is pretty much our guardian angels out yep. there. Like, because when you call for him, that's when like shit has literally hit the fan, hit the fan. and mm. you're needing a prayer to to make it out. Yeah. So, like, that's dope. Yeah, it, it was very <laughs> rewarding, um, and when when I got to deploy, it was, it was a really cool experience because we deployed with, um, regimental combat teams. Um, so, you know, we're part of the air wing, but we're with, you know, um, combat teams, grunts, mm -hmm. um, that are forward deployed in a, a combat operations center. Um, so that was cool. We did that. I did that a couple times. 
you know, so you're, again, you're, you're, you're like the 911 service, you know, in a, in a combat zone. Um, so that was, that was probably the highlight of my Marine Corps career was oh, yeah. being forward deployed with, um, where'd you deploy to? Uh, I was at, um, Camp Dwyer in Helmand province. And then uh, what year was that? That was 2010, 2011. No so, shit. Yeah. Oh man, you, you were there, I was right? out of Dwyer. Yeah, I, I was oh, there. Oh man, it's got the chills. That's when my yeah. buddy was there at Helmand Province yeah. during that time. Yeah, October 2010. Yeah, I was in. Wow. Uh, damn, no I shit. I was getting out of yeah. high school. Wow. That yeah, was... <laughs> he, he he might have gotten a call, so we yeah. may have to talk about it later. Wow. Yeah. And then wow, Fa- man. And Fob Delram, that was yeah. 2012. <clears throat> um, yeah. So Dwyer was 10 to 11. And I think the combat team there, it was RCT seven mm-hmm. and then RCT one. Um, yeah, so that was that battle space around Marja was definitely a, a hot zone. Uh, ten to ten to eleven. Yeah. Fuck, that's exactly where I was at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. January of eleven to July. Yeah, Marja province. We overlapped. Um, yeah, Marja province. We we came into Dwyer like uh wow yeah That's I was getting out of high school <laughs> wow no not at all so, so my, my friend crazy. he was killed in action and he was in Helmand province this is mm-hmm. October 2010 he was there he was at EOD yeah I was just getting there September yeah. 2000 yeah did you also go up yeah. to Sangin Wow, man. I did not go to Sangin. Um, but we had, so my, we had counterparts that Mm -hmm. operated over that North, uh, Hellman province. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, when we were there, I mean, that was, that was the hot zone. Yeah. Um, three, five. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that was, um, that was that was real. That was real yeah. time, crazy time yeah. to be there. It got so bad. So when we first got into country, uh, I think it actually was three five. Um, they needed combat replacements. Yep. So they took one of our platoons. Actually, yeah, they they took. Fuck, I don't even remember if it was our entire com- a company or if it was just. I think it was just a couple of platoons and one um, up to singing just just to provide support so they kind of split us up a little bit and um man february february is uh when i had like one of my one of the best marines i've ever had like he got fucking blown up on a night patrol and that was our our second month in country there up there and singing and that was like fucked beginning of the deployment Mm -hmm. like we're like damn it's shit's shit's about to be real yeah Yeah. damn that's crazy Damn, it got kind of serious right now. yeah yeah the time the timings you're saying is like for him and for for me personally with uh with one of my my best friend and it's like yeah it's just the connections right here this is wild man (laughs) the crazy thing is you know we've known each other for a few years now and we've told each other stories a little Mm -hmm. bit and we didn't know that our time overlapped over there no that's it's freaking nuts. wild. Isn't that crazy yeah. about like mm-hmm. 
being like being a marine like out of service it's like it's just an instant connection like you yeah. like hey you went through some shit i went through the, through some shit doesn't matter yeah like hey w- like you're my yeah. boy yeah like, that's yeah. It. It, it it's it's that kind of like mutual understanding yeah yeah it, it doesn't matter officer enlisted like yeah, that, at this point it's like hey yeah. we're, we're all brothers here you know. I didn't know until he had mentioned it. He's like, "Yeah, he's a dirty officer." Yeah. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's man, that's awesome. So now, uh, damn, that's crazy. I'm still tripping out. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Well, damn, I'm I'm so I'm I'm not much more glad that he's in the Romeo family now. Yeah, like, nah, yeah. Cool. I, I mean, we did some we did some cool stuff um, after mm-hmm. after I got back. Um, I ended up in Yuma, Arizona. Um, for those that don't know, there's like a top gun inside the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, Weapons and Tactics Instructor Course. Uh, so I was permanent personnel there, and you put on like an air war, you know, twice a year. It's it's a pretty cool place to be. Um, but that being in Yuma in that desert sandbox again, um, that kind of caused me to get out of the Marine Corps, start living with my wife. Um, Is that where you found her? In Yuma? No, heck no. With the aviators on? <laughs> you said heck no, like, there's like zero no. chance. Okay, so tell me a little more about I, you. I, I'm not, I'm not finding okay. girls in Yuma. <laughs> I don't think anyone is. There's are actually, they, are they worse than the, the Jacksonville women? <laughs> Wait, before you see this. You see the shit that Adam posted? Oh my God. Like, oh man. It, it's I, bad because <laughs> Jacksonville, there was this, I remember there was this oh. strip club. And we always used to tell jokes that church, I mean, uh, yeah, the church. It was like it was <laughs> Toby's. Did you ever go to Toby's? I went to Toby's. Oh, yeah. Teddy was a regular at Toby's. So, I've been to Toby's. Yeah. I've fallen in love. <laughs> I've, I've fallen out of love at Toby's. Like, so, that place is rough. Though. Toby's, like, we used to always say, oh, Toby's is good now because they re they redesigned it, they renovated it, they they made the the poles bigger to make the women look smaller. <laughs> 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 That's how bad this place was. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Uh, I hope gosh. someone's there watching this right now. They're like, what the? Uh, Damn it. It's right. so dirty. It's, it's so, so dirty there. <laughs> oh, man. The driftwood, oh. which is no longer the driftwood anymore. That was like, oh, oh. oh I, so it's a funny story. While, while we're on the topic. I brought my brother to to visit. My brother came to visit me, and and uh, <laughs> we're like, you know what? Let's take him to uh, let's let's give him the experience of Jacksonville. Let's take him to the Driftwood, and Driftwood, very classy women as well. Like, I mean, this one. Top so there tier. was this one. Yeah, um, she looked like she was fresh off of a C-section, like maybe two weeks, oh. maybe two weeks. Gotta you can still see, bills. yeah. To, you got, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could see that the scar was still fresh. Like, it was still fresh. And, like, my brother was like, well, dude, what the fuck? Like, and he's all, you know, let me throw, like, he's, and this was really fucked up. <laughs> but he was, he was throwing, so he threw change on oh, the stage. Oh, my and gosh. So we're like, the dude got, he got kicked <clears throat> out of the drift. Like, you got to do really bad to get kicked out of the driftwood. But Were they at yeah. least silver dollars? Half dollars? Uh, it was all. It, it was everything. Change. Nibbles yeah. and dimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh <laughs> So you're so you're in Yuma, Arizona. 
So you Arizona and then Oh yeah. yeah. So I got a lot of I'm not gonna knock you Arizona. I got I got some friends down there still. Um, <laughs> we like Arizona. Yeah, yeah. 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 Arizona's sure. great. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, UMA Arizona doing our thing and mm-hmm. uh yeah, we, we decided to uh transition out of the Marine Corps. Um I'd been married for about a year and a half. My wife was living up in LA, so we were doing that five, six hour drive back and forth. Um and I saw the writing on the wall. I was either gonna end up in a place like Jacksonville, North Carolina, or um, doing some job that I probably didn't want to do. So uh, yeah, we got out at that point and uh, had no idea what I wanted to do um, and just jumped on to the, the first thing that really came came my way as a nasty civilian. So speaking of nasty civilian, let me, let me ask a question here. So how long is a contract for an officer? Is it the same as an enlisted or what's a little bit it's roughly? Yeah. Yeah. So usually and it's it's a little complicated because it, it's based around getting your orders mm-hmm. um so i i had um three-year orders to camp pendleton and then i took another set of orders so i was in for a total of about seven years total if you include my time and training and stuff okay so it's a little different than enlisted. Yeah, a little four, different. Four, yeah. six. Some of them are longer. <clears throat> I, I thought he was going to ask something different. When he was like, <laughs> Speaking of nasty civilian, how yeah. long does it take <laughs> to where I'm not a nasty civilian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think that ever goes yeah. away. No. no. But you the identify smell. as a veteran. I so identify as a veteran. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. That was a good video. Hold on. Yeah. That was a good one. I identify good. as a veteran. Yeah. All right. There we go. Might, is there a way to click the link to that video just so they can I'm sure see what we're talking about? Wait. We'll, as we'll a, put it in there for as you a, guys. As a new yeah. guy, is he serious, bro? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Serious. Yeah. We're going to have a little chat after this. <laughs> this, is, this is a civilian side, right? Yeah. So you salute the yeah. civilian side? Left side civilian side. See, I know that. See, I got it, guys. Yeah. This guy. Uh, <laughs> well, on that note, I think, uh, you know, <clears throat> Kian, you, you can find him on the mean streets of Sierra Madre. Um, look him up. He's on IG. He'll be on all the, all the platforms when we're done with him. Right. And, uh, and yeah. Happy to help, guys. Happy yeah. Help. Awesome. Awesome to have you on. Thank you for tuning in to, uh, the Romeo Echo Show. All right. All see right, you next time. You. Yeah. See ya. Beep.